welcome to Dog Your Book Club. I am your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as Phoebe by many. And here on Dog Eared, the mission is to connect you all to books, thought leaders, and avid readers alike. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe this is my fifth Dog Eared Book Club episode. I am truly smiling ear to ear. You know what is so funny, you guys? I have to be so, so honest with you. I'm going to be real. I've been totally procrastinating um, editing recently and recording, and I don't know why, because I sit down and my face hurts from smiling. It's I really, really love doing this, and I don't know why I do that to myself. It's so weird. So if anyone connects with that, um, just, yeah, give it a little shout out. Would appreciate that. And what's really, really funny is... Part of my morning routine now is I read a chapter every day of Think and Grow Rich for Women. If I put it on my story, but if you guys need a beautiful, empowering kick in the butt, men read Think and Grow Rich, the original by Napoleon Hill. Women read this one, uh, the adaption from Think and Grow Rich by Sharon Lecter. And the chapter I just finished was decision making and how indecision is a decision and procrastinating is just really feeding into that decision. And I was like, wow, thank you for talking to me. And I feel a little attacked, but obviously in the best way, not even attacked, just I felt really spoken to. And um, it was amazing. So anyways, now I'm here and I am dedicated, you guys. I am (laughs) almost said filming. I'm recording this intro. So here I am, you guys, for our second bookish series. I am so, so excited, you guys. This truly, this book account, she is such a gentle, beautiful, authentic soul. She was one of the first accounts I followed when I started my bookstagram journey. And not only is her aesthetic just stunning, um, but she really is such a gentle soul. And when I talk to her, she is so sweet. She is so kind and she is so calming and she's really insightful. And um, she has obviously beautiful taste in books. And I am so, so excited for you guys to connect with her. Her name is Tanbeer and she is based in San Francisco and her account is Coffee and Books and she is really, really magical. And again, when when we started connecting, she was immediately so, so, so sweet. I think again, like I've said, reaching out to accounts that you've never really met and you follow, you're kind of a little intimidated. You're not really sure what to expect, but She was so kind. She was so excited and so willing to be a part of Dog Eared Book Club. And we've just been connected ever since. And she's just been the sweetest ever since. And I'm so excited. She is now a part of my network and now a part of the Dog Eared Book community. So anyways, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's beautiful. It's juicy, filled with amazing wisdom and insight from Tanbeer. And I really just hope you guys enjoy. And please let me know what you guys think of the bookish series. I'd love to hear more. Let me know what quote you love from her. Let me know if there's a book she's read that you love, or maybe there's a book that she has read and you guys want to read. So anyways, let's get started. I am so, so excited. Hey, okay, I'm recording now, but yay, I'm so happy we could do this again. Um, And thank you so much. And I'm really excited. Ever since launching Dog Eared, it's definitely been really intense and I'm happy just to introduce this part of dog ear to all the members and everyone so I'm so excited 
Um, sorry, like, <laughs> I feel like today I'm, like, kind of in a haze, but I'm, like, trying to think of, like, yeah, like, because last time I just, like, our conversation was, like, so, it was, like, so cool, like, just mm-hmm. talking about books with someone who gets it, you know, and it's, like, sometimes you say these, like, certain things that, if you just aren't a reader, it just comes off kind of insane. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Like I, it was so fun. I had a conversation last week with, um, do you follow bookish Ashton? Like, I don't know. Yes. Oh my yes. God. I yeah. love her first of all. And we were dying laughing because like, we were having these hilarious conversations and asking these questions. It's like, and I, t- I told my boyfriend, I was like, Alec, it was so funny. Like, we were talking about if we had to tattoo a publisher, who would it be? He's like, literally, what? <laughs> Which publisher did you choose? Um, Alfred Knopf. Knopf, however you say it. Yeah. I just like that it's really simple. <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah. I love it. It's like this these conversations are here to fulfill us and all the book nerds out there. So that's why we're having these, you know, God bless. I'm always shocked people like want to hear anything about anything I'm thinking about. Cause it just is so incoherent. I feel like most of the time. And I feel like I literally saw a TikTok recently of like, um, like the perfect description where it's like, you know, you read the book and you're like super excited to tell somebody about it. And then the second they ask you like, what, the, what's the book about? And you're just like, Oh, huh. You know, like, you're just like it's feelings and thoughts and vibes, you know? <laughs> I no, I actually love it. No, I think I God, is this girl I follow. I don't know if you follow her. It's like books never die or something. I reposted it. And I was like that is literally me a hundred percent of the time also wow anyways oh my gosh well i think just to get started just so people can kind of get to know you why did you start this book account and what what inspired you with your aesthetic because i particularly was really i think you're one of the first people i followed and I was really drawn to your aesthetic because I think one, it just, I just connected with that more. I found that again, no shame in like those girls. I think they're wonderful. There's a lot of books out there that are girls from the South or girls from, you know, like really love fantasy. And that just wasn't my vibe. And then I found you and I was like, this is literally speaking to my soul, like just soft feminine energy. And I loved it. And I just like want to know like where all that inspiration came from and like why you started this account um so like basically i started it um with the intention of just finding people to talk to books about with because like people in my life just they obviously did read um um like you know they were reading but just not as much as i was or the same things i was and like you know different interests and all that so it was like okay i need to like bend to someone so make like, the internet great place to find people to talk to right so i feel like when um like i started the my instagram like for bookstagram like there wasn't actually that many accounts at that time so it was basically like I got to choose like the vibe as well because oh. like, I 
you know, like was like, okay, I see all these bookstagram accounts and they're amazing. And like, you know, they're giving me exactly what I want. Like, what can I do? That's a little bit different. And it was basically just like the visuals. Like I really, really appreciate visuals a lot. So like I like focused that on that as much as I did with like talking about books as well. It's just like the visual part is like really fun for me and like I get to be like really creative. So I feel like that I really appreciate a lot, but Instagram did in that regard, you know, like I know Instagram is like very, most of the time you have like such, so much like negative things to talk about the app, you know? It is definitely the worst, uh, but it's brought a lot of good. So for me. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. I think what was interesting, I mean, I sometimes like still feel that way, maybe just because I'm like introspective and weird. But I think I was the only person I knew that read as intensely and as much. Sorry, my mom keeps texting me. Love you, mom. Um, And... I just didn't know anyone that read as much as I did or was as enthralled or as just obsessed with books. And it was a little lonely. And so I think that was that's what's so fun about this bookstagram community. I know we've talked about it, but it's so beautiful and everyone's so kind. And I think it's nice to find kindred spirits that are just obsessed with bent spines and you know, fonts and smelling the book and (laughs) all that stuff. Yeah, like, definitely. I feel like that definitely is the biggest one is, like, as a reader, you do, it's, like, such a solitary activity, right? And it's, Mm -hmm. like, so it's exciting at the end of the everything. You want to, like, share this experience you just went through with someone who also but you know can go through the same experience and it's so difficult to find that in normal day life but like on the internet it, like you get to, you find like so many people right and it's so exciting because you're like finally someone understands what i'm going yes, through <laughs> uh, oh my god i know someone understands like my heartbreak <laughs> exactly and it's like it's so difficult especially when it comes <laughs> to books right because like tv shows it's like all of the, like other types of like um i feel like uh not books aren't are books classified as media no they're not right i don't know i kind of think like so entertainment i don't you know like i it basically like i feel like it's maybe i don't know maybe i guess most people would equate it to watching like television but like the experience I feel like that you, um, with books, it's so much more difficult to find as many people who watch the same TV show as you. Oh my like, God. Like, it's easier to do that than, like, you know, like, finding a book. It's like, it's like, immediately you think the person is the greatest person in the entire world when somebody's read the same book as you. <gasps> I know you guys are, like, immediately best friends. It's like one of those yeah, weird um, things that just connects people immediately. Yep. Yep. Yes, I'm all about it. So I want to dive into some other fun questions. So what is your earliest memory of reading? And what's, I guess, what's kept you reading? I think, um, I don't know if you saw like my little PSA on Instagram today, but I think what I'm coming across is I have a lot of really dear friends of mine who 
have been really turned off by reading because they haven't felt good enough or they just feel like they're not good readers and it breaks my heart because I just think the stereotypes of reading are just not fair and I think it came from like a young age mostly um so I guess like what was your earliest memory and like what inspired you to like keep reading and what did reading give you um I feel like for me my earliest memory was reading like um the magic treehouse and like books like that and it's just like reading I felt like I feel like in elementary school at least reading was still cool (laughs) um that was like still like a cool thing to do um I think it's like middle school is when it was like that it started to be uncool but I don't know like I guess maybe it's because I never really cared about what people thought that like I just stayed reading and it was just like something my parents really instilled in me to constantly keep learning and growing and it just the the feeling of reading something the way it like brings what it brings you is so so different the experience than watching something you know and that's why I feel like that's one of the reasons I like never have let go of this feeling is because of that reason and like uh, because I've definitely fallen out of uh love with reading for sure like Mm. and it definitely was because of school and it was because of like forced reading right when you're forced to read it just like turns you off from the entire experience and I remember like high school is when I kind of was like start starting to like read less and less just so Mm. happened though like I ended up finding books though like myself that I still wanted to read so like I never ever completely stopped Mm. and it just like you know different books just kept reigniting the passion over and over again it's just basically what kept happening for me Mm. and like like it's just like different periods of my life each period I can like you know there's books that like just fueled it yay (laughs) it's like you know you kind of like lose hope a little bit sometimes you're like going through such like a bad streak of like I can't find anything to connect with yeah and then something happens and you find that book, and then it kind of changes everything. Oh, 100. Oh, my God. I don't know if you saw me, but your answer just made me smile. It was so wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I think it's honestly, reading is so important when it comes to just, like, developing that beautiful inner relationship with yourself. Like, whether it's, like, physically, I don't know. Like, I think especially, create. okay, yo, my family is blowing me up. Sorry. Um, it's all good. Yeah, it's so funny. My sister is like this insane like she's gonna go to pastry school like this beautiful um she bakes beautiful cakes and bread like sourdough bread and she like took the most perfect tiktok ever i'm like dude okay wait i love (laughs) what's happening sorry um but i think it's just so important to like develop that it's almost like a muscle to develop like within yourself to just paint a picture for yourself and to connect with something that doesn't exist. But like, it's just so emotional. Like we talked about, it's like, no one understands why I'm so heartbroken, but I just am. And I don't know, I think just interpreting and reading and I almost see reading, I actually do see reading as meditation because you're constantly, at least for me, like I'm constantly trying to bring myself back to the page 
And it's just kind of like when you're meditating and like thoughts fly by, I'm like, okay, like there's a thought, like go back to the page. And I don't know, there's just so many beautiful um, assets you get from reading. So I love what you said. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it definitely is. And that's why I've told everybody as well, like that people associate reading with, again, I think this is why that even though we, I want to call it in the same category as TV, it's not because it's like TV, you can really shut off your brain and so absorb something. But it's like with reading, you have to be so active and you have to be so engaged and there or else you'll miss the entire thing, you know, like you can read a page a million times if you're not engaged, yeah. you will not get anything from it. Yeah. So it's like an extremely like it definitely is a form of meditation. I agree because you have to be so present for it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why people have difficulty reading sometimes. It's it's not that they can't read. It's just that they whatever the information is, they're not uh, like engaging with it. That's why I always tell people like, you know, drop it. Like, you don't have to keep, like, forcing a book on you. Like, just drop it and, like, um, start something else. Because that's usually what it is. It's, like, you're not engaging with what you're reading with. Oh, 100%. I know. I think definitely I... I feel like you are... I feel like you've said you are, too. But I totally rep. And I think it's so important to be a mood reader because it's... It's not, I mean, maybe to some readers it sounds like really flippant, but I actually think it's really crucial because I feel like reading really reflects the state of like what you're experiencing in life. So say, for instance, like a a month ago, I was kind of in a creative rut and I wasn't really reading. And then suddenly I was like, you know what? I haven't really read Toni Morrison and her writing just lit me up and like my soul just exploded and I was like yes this is why I write and read this is why I'm a creative person and I was ready to read her but I know it's funny because I tried to read her uh like a year ago and I just wasn't engaged and I wasn't ready and I think because I actually had to deal with a lot of myself um with what I was going through internally and I was reading kind of more spiritual and like self-healing books so I think mood reading is just so crucial. Yeah, like feeling out what you can, like, um, yeah, definitely, I agree. It's like that definitely, like, also, you can figure out, like, um, even genre-wise, right? Like, mm. based off of your mood, because it's like sometimes I can't handle, like, an extremely um, sad book, you know? And mm. I, like just because of like where I'm at and I'm like um it's good to even gauge that sometimes because I feel like I don't know maybe or maybe people aren't this like um intense about books but like I take (laughs) on so much from what I read so it's like I whatever they're going through I'll try to like put myself in their place you know so it's like I need to just be careful when I read those type of books. Oh my God. I love that. It's, I was all, I'm laughing to myself. It's almost like method acting, but we're reading. <laughs> we're like hurting. I know it's like feelings. not necessary to do it all. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Oh God. I don't remember his name, but like, do you follow that guy on TikTok? He's like, he's probably in his thirties. He has like, he's like uh, red hair, red beard. And he's so effing funny. And he, did this one TikTok where he like tries to act like Kristen Stewart 
and people are like what are you doing and it's so effing hilarious it's like you read twilight and you're like obsessed with her so you're like trying to be all awkward i'm like guys what have we done like i'm sure i've done that too when i was little twilight oh yeah i actually i don't think that was of my um i don't know i missed that i missed that wave like, i missed the twilight wave it was fun but like you're good i don't know like i think there's other things out there there's so there's too many books out there. You you like don't really miss anything almost. I mean, there's obviously some yeah. like must classes you you must you must read, but I don't know. Just like, <laughs> but it's also like I've never been great at reading. Uh, what is it called like fantasy and um, uh, fantasy series? Like mm-hmm. there's like mm-hmm. obviously um, like Harry Potter and I believe the Hunger Games. Yeah. Might be the only two, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. Yeah, I've like it's it's one of the genres I've never really. I'm like such a fiction, just fiction. Um, like what is it? Introspective, uh, introspective fiction person. Like yes. I'm always wanting to be like very, very non plot based. You know, very mm. character-driven novels. So that I think mm. I feel like that's one of the reasons why it's so difficult for me to get into the fantasy yeah. genre is because it's like it's so plot-driven. No, you're so right. I know it's so funny. I don't know why I've never been into fantasy because I don't know. I think my theory. I don't even know if it makes sense, but um, one of my majors in college was creative writing, and I was like the only student maybe there is one more that wrote pretty much like contemporary fiction or whatever and everyone was a fantasy writer and of course like with creative creative writing class all it is is people just criticizing your work and i was like oh my god all the fantasy people don't like my writing so maybe that's me being like i'm not gonna read you (laughs) but yeah, I don't know. I think I think it also comes from I think I just want to I guess it's silly because obviously you can like relate to a character when they're when it's like fantasy, but I don't know. I just love those like really tangible like you can smell, taste and like really envision yourself in the character's shoes when it is contemporary fiction kind of deal. Yeah, and yeah, definitely. And I feel like uh, maybe that's, I mean, I totally understand why people do read fantasy. And like, yeah. I feel like I should delve into it more for that reason. It's like, it is nice little escape also from like regular thoughts. You know, you get to definitely go into this entirely different universe that's not at all, uh, you know, real. So you do definitely get to escape for a long time. A hundred percent. No, it's so awesome. So, anyways, oh, I just came up with this question. I feel like I feel like we'll love. So, what was a book that one really disappointed you? Two, a book that you just it like broke your heart. Obviously, in the best way. You just fell in love, and you were just so just. Oh, what the heck? 
Hello, you guys. I just thought I would interrupt us with a brief intermission and really just break down the benefits of being a Doggered Book Club member. So each month you pay a monthly subscription of $8 a month and you get access to the beautiful Mighty Networks community platform. What's so amazing about this platform is not only do you just simply get to connect with other members, you get to interact with them as well, which I think is so, so fantastic. That's also where I post my bonus episodes for each month. I come out with at least two to three bonus episodes for you guys. They're about 15 to 20 minutes, maybe less. And you guys also get access to the full book list from the Bookish series, but also from the Dog-Eared Book Club leaders. You also get access to attending the group leader seminars with myself and the dog-eared leader. And if you're like, what the heck and Bob is a group leader seminar and this is your first dog-eared book club podcast, welcome, welcome, of course. But also a group leader seminar is a mediated conversation between myself and the highlighted leader. And it's really open-ended where it's the same format of interviewing them on the podcast, but also This is where you guys get to really jump in and ask some questions and really connect with not only the other members, but the leaders. I think what really sets Dog Eared Book Club apart is I love... I love networking and I love meeting people and I think people and connections can really, really get you far in life, but also they're, they make life even more meaningful. So I want you guys to take advantage of this networking angle that I have given to you guys for Dog Eared Book Club. So I think that's what makes being a member and group leader seminars just really, really special. You guys also get access to little discounts for Dog-Eared Book Club products, and you guys will also get access to a few other things that are coming up. I obviously don't want to spill the tea, but they're going to be pretty awesome. So anyways, thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so deeply and so, so much, and I hope you guys are enjoying this conversation as much as I did, and let's just get right back to it. Oh, sorry. For some reason, I was waiting for a third right now. No, good. I was, I was um, two, but then I was like, two's fine now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like a book that disappointed me. Hmm. Like, I know there's definitely a few. Like, one that I read recently. I, I feel like I always, like, space them out of my head, so it's always so hard for me to remember exactly. Oh my but uh, it's like... A, a burning i believe by um oh, okay I, mean, I believe it was a burning and it just was like yeah that's what it is it's called yeah yes a burning by mega majmund maj i don't know how to pronounce her last name so i'm not going to um, mess it up but um <laughs> so that book was like extremely like the story was so interesting and i just felt like it could have been so well done if she just like focused on not catering to certain like in a certain audience she thought was going to read the book mm. and it was just it was just interesting i i felt like there was a lot missing as well but and it's just one of those things that sucks because it's just like i feel like there's a lot of I don't know if it was my fault. You know, when you put so much like into a book and it's like all your own expectations. Oh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, I don't know if sometimes if it's just me breaking my own heart. So ah. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like readers do that the most. Honestly, it's us. We break our own hearts. 
right? Because I'm like, sometimes I'm like, what if this is extremely, like, it, it probably is really good, but it's like the expectations I set were so probably so unreasonable. I don't know. Oh, 100%. I also think, like, I would say most of the books that I'm obsessed with are really underrated. And um, actually a, a leader who I who will be the leader for August and I'm super excited and she uh, came out with her book and she was like, yeah, honestly, like the New York Times is just like, you have to have a really good publisher and um, or publicist and it's kind of a popularity contest. And I was like, dang it, that kind of, I guess it kind of explains. I feel like a lot of really good stories are so underrated or just not seen or heard of and it's, I mean, I that's that's what I feel so bad saying too, because like I couldn't like one day I will write a book, and I could only imagine all the work and the hours and then you know the nights taken away from you writing this book, and then people are just like, eh. But that's also life. It's like every everyone's gonna have an opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely yeah. It's it's interesting, right? It's just like you have to like choices. These are all choices we're making. Yeah, totally. Um, so what is a book that you are super attached to and you cannot let go? Uh, I'm super attached to. There's so many of them. <laughs> Please list them. Yeah. But you know what? I'll focus on um, Never Let Me Go. I feel like that one was like definitely one that like was one I read during a point in my life where I wasn't like, you know, I was reading like just mediocre books. And that was one that like reignited like mm. my passion again for reading. And like, it just is such a beautifully written book. And I feel like, you know, when you like are just like really, really there mm. and it's like such a peaceful mm peacefully sad it's like peacefully sad and it's like it's so beautiful i feel like it's one of the best books and it's one of the but i would highly recommend not looking into the like synopsis or anything like that like just read it because it's very um misleading and this is another another reason why i love this book is it's very very character driven it's Mm. extremely character driven so it's like Oh, some of the best like characters and they stick with you forever and so heartbreaking mm. I love that so much um so mm. water break um so what book or books are you reading right now um right now I'm reading Sally Rooney's uh, latest book <laughs> and I have been very excited for this one but it's interesting because it's like Sally is she's such a great uh writer when it comes to like writing extremely real people Mm. and it's such like it's a lot of emotions and like the the characters I'm reading are so real and like one of them is like bugging me so much Ah. because like she's just she does things that make me personally cringe and i'm like she writes the person so well that it's just like affecting me so much oh my god i know i can't wait to hear your thoughts on it or did you already post your thoughts on it 
I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm going to finish it today. Like, okay. it, yeah, but for, yeah. And I just, I'm, and then like, whenever I like talk about books, like, I feel like there's no point in talking about like recap of the story or anything, right? It's like, hey, this is how the book made me feel. Yes. No, a hundred percent, a hundred and ten percent. Because I think, I think that's like the most important part is like how it made you feel, like what your connection was to it. So I totally yeah. agree. Um, and I know, I think I was just thinking as you were talking about Sally Rooney, like the interactions that she portrays within her stories are so, in yeah, they're so intensely real. And they just, in her writing is just so uncluttered, but it's so intense and it's so powerful. You're just, yeah, it's, she's amazing. Yeah. She's like, it's, it's like her writing definitely is like, brings you there in the story and i love that mm -hmm. so oh my gosh this is fun so what are some book pet peeves of mine yes <laughs> book pet peeves yes uh i actually don't have any honestly like i feel like there's nothing like that bugs me personally i feel like because i do everything <laughs> I definitely bend my books, break the spine, do all of the uh -huh. things that are no-nos. I write directly in the books, mm -hmm. uh, annotations all over the place. I I think people would hate me if they, <laughs> you know, like came over. Mm. Wow, you're, oh my God. Because I feel like, I know at least one of my book pet peeves is when a book is shaped really weird. Like, I won't read it. Like, shaped really weird like if it's like i have this book because i was just like oh interesting like it's kind of like she's kind of a controversial author and her stories are really controversial or at least like they're just interesting but Anne rand um her book fountainhead oh. and i was like okay like i'm gonna give her a go and this fucking book is like what like this big and it's this thick. I'm like, no way. This is not, no. Like, it's not even comfy to hold or read. Like, I'm not going to read you. So, yeah, that's definitely a very near and dear book pet peeve of mine. <laughs> that's an interesting one. I never thought about that. That's so funny. I, I mean, you know what? I mean, big books just usually intimidate me. So, like, when they're like, wait, then I just, like, get, like, I, I don't think I can read this anytime soon. Like, it just, it feels like such a commitment. Then I'm like, yes. I, I don't think I can do this. Yes. No, absolutely. I think, no, I totally get that. I think, I know at some point I really want to read um, The Count of Monte Cristo. And that's definitely a book I'm really intimidated by. But yeah, yeah I definitely, I feel like I'm getting better at giving myself a lot more patience when it comes to reading. Like it's okay to reread a chapter and it's okay if you don't get it. But I feel like with that book, I'll have to be like Buddha before I, before I finish it, <laughs> honestly. Definitely, right? There's like certain books for sure. And it's like some books are meant to take forever to read. That's the other thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like it, it's like every, I feel like we're so used to feeling like it needs to be done in one sitting. You know, people compare like book numbers and just feels like you should be reading more, all this stuff. And it's like, honestly read however you want to read yes absolutely yeah i think i think i mentioned it earlier it's just like not 
not really making it like a task or I mean I really respect those people that are like a book a day or I'm gonna read 50 books like in two months like that's amazing but I don't know I think like respect like how you feel and like what what you're drawn to because there's been summers where I've read like a ton of books in one month and then then I've had lapses for like a couple so I don't know I yeah it's important yeah, I agree. It's like just figuring out what's good for you, truly, honestly. Because yeah. it's like everyone is so different. It's like you can't like, and and you know, like, and other people get motivated differently too. You yes. know, some people like having a list, being organized is like their thing, and it, like that's what helps motivate them. And then other people mm-hmm. are like complete opposite, right? Uh-huh. Making it a task is like so draining. Mm-hmm. No, it so really it's is. like truly really is um so I guess like I don't know because maybe you have a different answer but I know you said never was it like never let me go um really made you like uh have a visceral reaction but is there another book or a book in particular that you've gotten like such a visceral reaction from whether it be like good or bad or sad um, I mean, I feel like another one I talk about quite a bit is like Slaughterhouse Five. Yeah. And like that one was a big one for sure. Like that definitely was one that started me into the like um I think that is the book that like really started no, no, Sylvia Platt's <laughs> I was I'm thinking about it, I was like, no, she's the one who got me into introspective reading. Mm-hmm. Um uh, the genre that like you know that genre of like being in your head um but like with him I feel like it was just more like it was just such a good book it was just such a good book it like just really blew my mind I just remember it so clearly when I was reading certain lines and I just was like whoa I never thought about time and space like this before in my entire life I never even thought about life this way this is so crazy like how is a book affecting me this much you know it was just such a crazy experience to me I feel like I just it's it's those moments when I feel like people talk about this a lot when you're just like how is like this person connecting with me right this person from so many years ago like this it's different background and all this how is his work connecting with me this much and it's so crazy the feeling is just it's like no other it really is (laughs) It really is. It's almost like a weird equivalent or like cousin of love. Like you just, you think about it and you, I don't know. It's like, I'm even, you know, what's so funny is I actually, I think I actually need to read Slaughterhouse Five again because I think I was in a distracted place. But the first Kurt Vonnegut book I read and one of my all-time favorites is The Sirens of Titan. I just lost it and it even like makes me tear up a little bit thinking about it because the way he talks about the human existence and like really questioning our morals and like just our purpose in life it's like how like how did you create this like ridiculous story of like the future and people in space but somehow it breaks your heart or you're just so happy and you feel so connected and you see all like all these characters and what he's done in this setting like just relate to everything in life you're like oh my god i love you come back to life (laughs) 
I know, I know. Such a, <laughs> like that's definitely like um, someone I would love to have dinner with. Ah, uh, imagine. Oh my God. Yeah, mm. it'd be insane. What was I going to say? So, what has been one of the best things you've gained from reading? I think um, just like growth and knowledge. I feel like it's just like as a reader, uh, it, I feel like I've just learned so much. And like it's just led me down so many different paths to like help make me grow as a person. Like I just like, you know, all of this. There's so many like nonfiction books that have like taught me so much. And I just it's amazing. Like you can learn way more than you learned in school by yourself. It's so crazy. And it's like, so basically like all of this stuff that I'm teaching myself, especially like all these like self-help books, which I know everyone they have such a bad rap, but like Mm -hmm. I've learned so much and like, they're just so amazing. And I feel like it's, it's crazy to think you can teach yourself so much. And I feel like that's what reading, that's what blows my mind about reading is just like, it's insane how much you can learn. It's just insane. So much. No, I, I love that. Ugh. Ugh, on the same wavelength. Um, so what is a book that you wish we read in school? Um, Hmm. I guess for like an English class, like learning about like it would be so cool to read something that's um like Gillian Flynn's work. I feel like only because it would be it's so engaging and like everyone can really connect with that type of work, you know, especially when it's like a thriller, mystery and stuff. Yeah. But the way Flynn writes and her characters are just, like, so unique to her that it's just, like, it would be such a cool thing as someone that young to read because not only will it, like, inspire you more, um, it could, like, lead people to, you know, like, pursue that, uh, you know, because it's, like, it's just so different the way she writes female um, characters. I just have never read it before. Like, you know, where they're extremely layered and like people are so used to reading like damaged um like female characters but damaged in a cute way you know and it's like she writes very real unlikable women you know that like and they're unlikable because that's just what people think are unlikable characteristics. But I personally, like, I always die over what people call unlikable characters because it's just like, oh, finally someone who's, like, actually real, you know? Oh, my God. I love that you said that. I think, I feel like that's, hopefully, because I feel like I've been seeing it more and more. I think those kind of female characters are emerging more. And it's really nice. I agree. A hundred percent. Like, it was so funny. So Ashton and I were kind of, sh- kind of like shitting on, I don't know if I'd say shitting on, but like we were kind of laughing about like, at least my experience when I read like 
Chris and Hannah's like great alone. I was so, I literally couldn't finish it. I was so disappointed. Um, I was just like, okay, a classic apathetic artistic mother and married to a man who is a Y2K, um, you know, like veteran and hates the government. And then the child is this estranged, weird child that, you know, doesn't wear shoes and only eats like canned beans or something. And I'm just like, why? Like these characters, it's like, it's like you literally copied the glass castle, which was actually real. And we're seeing, I don't know, I get so disappointed when I see these like apathetic, like women that are similar to a lot of those tropes. But yeah, I think seeing those like powerful or at least like those females that you're talking about is definitely refreshing because even though they may be unlikable it's like we find so much more relatability within them yeah and it's just like people you know like it's you know, nobody wants well not nobody but like it's nice to read real characters and that's just like real people aren't always likable so mm -hmm. it's just that's how it works that's literally how it works that's how it should be like no one's no one's perfect almost said it off no one's gonna be for everyone right that's no. just what it is too like people are you know like that's why so it's, it's sometimes it's find it funny when people will dislike a book because they didn't like a character because they personally didn't like them you know like yeah not anything to do with the writing or anything like that it's i always find that to be so interesting i'm like isn't it even i, I find i'm like isn't it crazy though that a character affected you that much yes like, doesn't that mean the writing is pretty good yes a hundred percent and i would say honestly i also have like really come to because I think what's also funny was when people don't like a story, they're like, oh, the ending was weird. And I think it was when I read the book. I don't know if you read it, um, Breasts and Eggs. When I, like, read the ending, I was like, what an odd ending, but so perfect for this character. And I love when authors don't try to please everyone. They simply are writing to the character because they know what side they sleep on like on the bed like they know what they eat for breakfast like this author knows his character inside and out and i don't know i think that's what i am also really starting to respect more and more because i feel like when i was younger i'm like oh my god no but now i'm like you know what i love it yeah i agree same mm -hmm. same i feel like it's just if you like can follow the author's train of thought from the beginning you'll understand the ending yes yes a hundred percent so <sighs> coming up on the last couple questions so what books are you looking to read what books are in the horizon honestly i genuinely don't know <laughs> I, I like don't ever plan ahead um it's just too much already too much pressure that way. I feel like for me, oh, like yeah. I, I, I like, don't like setting up any expectations. I love that. But I like, you know, I see like new authors, I'm not new authors, but like authors I like, I'm like seeing that their books are going to sort of be really soon. Like a few like poets that I really like, I think some of their work is going to be really soon. So um excited about that kind of stuff, but genuinely like i don't really follow too much 
Like it's just, there's too much good, too many, too many great books, honestly, being released constantly that it would drive me insane if I watched them all. Oh my God. It's literally like a fire hose. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I remember one of my it's best, so one of my best friends was like, Oh, like, do you ever get worried about running out of books? I'm like, it's literally impossible. It will. It's impossible. It's, it's actually scary knowing that you're not going to read all the ones you want to read. <laughs> that's the worst thought. That's the thought that haunts me. Like, yeah, I'm literally, exactly. I'm literally looking at my nightstand. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then below my nightstand, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Them. I'm like, this is what I'm putting myself through, but it's the best thing ever. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, um, if you could give someone a book, who would it be to, and what would the book be? Um, I could give a book to someone. Huh. I guess, like, one of, uh, because it would be to like one of my friends because I would know that they would read like, and I would, cause they would know, like I would make sure to choose the book based off of their interests. Um, and, um, I think what such a fun age, I feel like it's was one of the books that I added to my like book list of books that are, I feel like generally like a lot of people would enjoy because the story is so easy to connect with. It's extremely readable. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, such a fun age, I would definitely give to one of my friends, for mm -hmm. sure. Like, it's mm -hmm. extremely readable. It's so relevant to, mm -hmm. like, what's happening um, today. And it's just, I feel like it's it was such a well-written book. And it's, like, it delves into such heavy topics mm -hmm. in such a again like an extremely readable way that i was like very shocked that mm. she was able to do that like the author was able to do that i was very shocked that's amazing i love that answer so i know you've kind of like already touched upon it a little bit but i love wrapping up um interviews with this question so why do you read <laughs> um <laughs> I definitely, um, well, I read for, it definitely, I realized is a, like we've talked about, like it's definitely a source of meditation and it brings me peace and like clarity and it gives me time for myself when like sometimes I can't find a break from my own mind. I feel like reading allows me to do that, like where I can take this mental break and it's it's really nice. It's nice that I was able to find something, um, especially at such a young age, that I connected with like this. Especially that since it brings me so much, so much good too, you know, like mentally. So, so I just I'm always like extremely grateful that reading and me have like stuck together for this long. Wait, I literally love that oh my god i now want to i have this amazing designer that's made all those like lovely illustrations and stuff and i'm like can you please make someone holding a book like reading and me like, <laughs> that that's so cute me. so cute that's no, adorable i love that <laughs> oh my 
my god, I'm obsessed. Well, I, Tambir, I cannot thank you enough for sitting down with me. And I know, like, I'm sure you're really busy and, like, you're tired. Because I'm also, like, really, I am, like, also really tired as well. So, and I'm definitely going to read after this because I need to shut this freaking noggin off. It has been on all week. And I just thank you for just... I don't know, just being a part of this, and I'm just really excited uh, for Dog Eared and where it's going to come. So I'm, yeah, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for this journey, and, like, I love talking to you. You have, like, amazing energy, so oh, always, so yeah. <laughs> thank you, and I've just, I've loved connecting with you gals in this book community, like, seriously. Every single one I've met, like, oh, you guys are just awesome, and I just feel so welcome, and I'm excited to introduce the dog-eared community to you guys. I think that's just, like, the main thing. Um, it's another place to find kindred spirits or to be inspired, so. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yay. Oh, my gosh. Uh. Oh. Well, have a lovely evening, and Thank you. we'll definitely stay in touch. And uh, I'm looking forward to your review on what should call it? What's that book you just got from Sally Rooney? Oh, Beautiful World, right? Yes, I'm looking forward to your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you thank you very much uh, i feel like it's like a very uh popular book so a lot of people are like actually waiting on this and like oh shit <laughs> isn't that kind of stressful like yeah it's a little yeah. stressful like, i don't know how i feel about that like i'm sure it might happen to me which is like fine i mean that'd be really cool um but i'm like a little stressful i don't know <laughs> but also it's like what we love thank god it's not like make an excel spreadsheet in five minutes it's like you have to read a book yeah. i'm like okay <laughs> can't be mad <laughs> exactly exactly that's why it's like not that huge like oh it's like oh i understand yeah oh yeah well yeah. anyways good i guess yes have a lovely evening and you will stay in touch, my lady. For sure. 100%. Thank you. Oh and gosh. yes, I wish I had like more energy too, but it's, I realized I never, you know, like schedule something during the end of the week. Like energy level is always like so much like down, right? Oh, 100%. I just think what I've found, it's so funny. I literally on the weekend, my brain turns off and my siblings are like, BB, what did you just say? Like, you're a writer. I'm like, dude, it's Saturday, brain's off. Like, <laughs> I don't care what I just said. <laughs> exactly. So, oh yeah. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Oh, thank you. I hope you do too. Oh my gosh, you guys. Well, thank you so, so much for sitting down with Tambir and I. We had such a good time. And again, I hope you guys adore her as much as I do. She's just the sweetest, sweetest soul in the entire world. So again, thank you so, so much for sitting with us. Please make sure to like, subscribe, download, and let me know what you think. And definitely be on the lookout for her full book list coming in just a couple days. And then also be on the lookout for her Instagram takeover, you guys. Thank you so, so much.